Hey guys, I pray that everyone had an amazing week. I had an extremely amazing, hot, um, exercise worked out week. Um, we had an all-star weekend, uh, with the semi-pro team and they had the, um, the, uh, championship games and everything. Guys, listen to me. I was on turf and I, I was always inside when I'm on that type of ground, ground on ground. But when I was outside and the sun is a hundred and something degrees and my feet was burning, it felt like I was running in hell. I nor do not know how hell feel, but if it feels like that, don't nobody needs or wants to go there. Honestly. Oh my God. Listen to me guys. I, everybody feet that was playing on that ground was hurting legs and all, um, because we were there from 11 AM because it was a hundred degrees until around 9 30 p.m you know so you know i put in the work effort and everything so guys my services are not free so if you want me to do highlights and everything on you get with me i also uh, do those things also so guys um uh, a very serious topic i want to talk about because i see a lot of people not only in the uh in in hollywood that goes through it i see people in real life and i have had friends that went through it and even myself self with the thoughts i went through stuff when i couldn't handle uh, issues of life um and my topic today is checking in with yourself when was the last time that you ch- actually check in with yourself asking yourself and sitting down at a quiet place and asking yourself are you okay do you need to continue to go on with this do you need to seek help are are you at the point that you're you're tr- you're gonna um do self-harm do you need to speak with somebody that you trust? Sometimes we need to ask ourselves these questions. And what brought me to this topic, because I was just sitting up here thinking, and I remember when my son went through some things in life, and he kind of put it on his post, he's tired of life, he don't want to do this anymore, because an incident happened with him with another um, with a high school coach, and they kicked him off the track team, because I'm going to be honest, because he was disrespectful. No one told me that what happened until I got a call where's your son what's going on I, I mean why are you looking for him well he posts something on instagram and one of the students took a, a shot of i mean a screenshot of it and we're going to send the authorities and it, it was oh my god i was so like are you kidding me you know not my son not him the one that's always always um the ones that's, that's always joking and, you know, playing around and all of that. But we resolved the issue. We talked to him and, you know, he was like he was just expressing his 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 feelings, his emotions. He really wasn't going to do what they thought he was going to do. But sometimes you your words, you know, can lead people. You got to be careful what you say with your words. You know, even me growing up, you know, throughout the molestation and um, being picked on, being bullied, me being a bully, also no harm. You know, me holding all my emotions in it caused some type of toxic to be released in my body. And I, you know, I, several, several occasions, I wanted to commit suicide. I used to drink myself to death. I couldn't tell anyone because when I did tell people what happened to me, they laughed at me or they looked at me like I was, you know, I like, you know, I was lying or something was wrong with me, you know, and we'll hear whispers and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think God was able to, to overcome mental health. You know what I'm saying? Overcome suicide thoughts. I thank God, you know, because it's constant battle with my mind that I got to continue to pray and stay in God's word and, you know, and get healed from the things that hurt me, which I thought was my fault, you know. And, you know, moving on, um, the tennis um, player, I forgot, I can't think of her name right now. She checked out. She removed herself from the open um, tennis um, 
tennis match because her mental health was more important than winning some game and, or playing some tennis. And I support her on this because how do you run somebody to the ground to the point that when tennis is over with, when they're well and done and they are back into the wall and they don't see any way out but using a gun or, or put, no, forgive me for saying that, or using some type of substance to end their life, what do we have to say for ourselves for the ones that knew about the person's mental health situation? When you knew that person wasn't right but you still pushed them to go perform on stage or you pushed them to continue to do that movie or you pushed them to continue to play that sport and when they're crying out to you in their music, I, I mean... How can the world be so in a, in its own little bubble that you don't really hear these guys and women crying out in these songs? Talking about taking drugs to, to numb the pain when the pain always come back. Hey, I, hey, I got my hands up. I was one of those people. I used to drink alcohol so much that it made me feel so good until the next morning when I wake up or when, when the alcohol is no more. And then I had to deal with all those issues of life head on all over again until I drunk again. Until I made myself a, a drunkard. A, a drunkard. <laughs> till I was drunk. I was a drunk. I was. I was swearing and cursing people out. You know, had guns. A teenager. 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. A drunk. In my 20s, a drunk. You know, walking around with a gun. Alcohol does not mix. And I said that in my last, um, a few podcasts ago, alcohol and guns and knives do not mix. But I see nothing wrong with anyone checking on themselves and then checking themselves out of certain situations, circumstances. I know a lot of parents get overwhelmed sometimes when it comes down to their children. Um, the children of the corn. I'm going to stop playing with that. But, you know, it's sometimes you have to get that moment to yourself. I don't know who lied and say you, you, you're a parent now. You don't get to have a moment to you. Oh, yes, you do. You get to have a moment to yourself. You get to have a moment of peace for yourself. You get to have a moment to get gather all your thoughts to yourself. And I salute all the mothers that is actually raising and taking care and buying all their children's stuff with, on their own with God's help. Now, if you are a single parent and the father is still helping, you're not a single parent. You're just sing, single and you don't have a boyfriend. That's all. Or a girlfriend, you know, or whatever, you know, and move it along. But um, you, you have to check yourself out. And, we, uh, you know, we're going to talk about CTE over in on Job Talk Sports Podcast and getting some people together to talk about that. Even that, those guys getting hit in their head so much, causing, um, causing, um, I can't even think today. It's feel like I got hit in the head. Concussions and so forth, you know, a lot of them have committed suicide themselves. And they're trying to market and trying to say, no, CTE has nothing to do with it. It's a mental state. But if you get pounded on the head so many times, come on, man, something's got to make you go crazy or some forth like that. And then I, you know, as I look down only, um, I had um, Dan um, Williams III on my um, on my show um, a couple months ago. And we were talking about, you know, he lost a friend when his friend was, I believe he said 13 years old. Um friend he said went home he saw his friend that day his friend went home and just committed suicide um and i said you did not know anything was he said no he never said anything he never talked about it you know he said when he looked in that casket that when he knew death was real when he saw his friend laying in that casket and, and sometimes guys i'm um, talking to the people if you're listening to me or if you share this podcast with someone else do not be selfish in taking your own life you're going through issues of life and I understand I was in your shoe also there's the right people out there to talk to 
if you're going through a breakup, there's no, from a girl or a guy, there's no need for you to commit, to hurt yourself. Life goes on and you will probably get in somebody even better in your life. I know you don't want to hear all that. No, I want that person. Sometimes God remove people out your life for a reason. Sometimes we do things to remove people out of our life. Because our certain situations, circumstances, and our actions are not right at the time. So when the right, the other person come in, the right, the next and right person come in, we'll know how to treat them and how to talk to them the right way and how to, you know, show our uh, affection or put everything on the table. But don't hurt yourself over someone walking out your life. You know how many people don't walk out my life? I cried and I let it go. Oh, well, part of life It's part of life. But don't you dare sit up there when when something is wrong with you and say, it's okay, I'll get over it. Sometimes you don't get over it. Sometimes you you, you get that knock on the door or someone's gone. You get that phone call. Did you know that person was going through something? You know, and it, especially in the, in the music industry and in the um in, in Hollywood, you know, I got something. Uh, we all felt pressure at some point in our lives, right? Especially when it comes to balancing a stressful nine to five, attending to our family needs. Sprinkle, uh, sprinkle in time for the hubs too. And by the time you can grab a couple uh, minutes to take a breathing, and it happens, you know, you you are you worn out. The life you can get completely overwhelming. You may experience um, depression, even a suicide though. And here we go. We're going to talk about celebrities. So I did not have no idea that Lee Thompson Young took his life. I, they got to be lying. This is a lie, right? I'm, you know, this, this. So guys, in 2000, um, I believe 13, Lee Thompson Young took his life. Um, if you don't know who him, who he is, go ahead and look him up. He's a former Disney star. Um, Lee Thompson committed suicide while leaving a note. The 20-year-old actor, uh, Roselle Isel, died from the self-inflicted gunshot wound and was found by his landlord in his North Hollywood apartment. Friends and family were not aware of his issues the young star was going through. So, And that's another thing. Sometimes we feel like we, we can't talk to nobody and we hold things in. And some people, you know, when you hold all of that pressure in depression of life depression of what happened to you um as you was walking down these paths path of life and you hide it in your mind your mind can only take so much before it explodes and I always say to myself when I you know when I when I told my mom I was molested and she didn't believe me and my you know and my grandma and them was like you know you know baby don't be lying on people like that and so forth so I hid everything that I went through in my mind so I, I, I call myself, I build a box in my mind and everything that went wrong with me, I didn't tell anyone because I was scared that I would be pointed out as a liar. I build a box. So I put everything, all my emotions in that box. So after a while, as I got older, the box became smaller because I was putting all these things in it. And when I became 12, when my mom and she got with another guy, he didn't touch me anything. Um, I felt like that he was trying to take the role of my father and I didn't want him in my life. And so, you know, we had a uh, not a good relationship. So I exploded. I exploded one day. Let me tell you guys, um, true story. We stayed in the projects and, you know, darn well, there's no chimneys in the projects. Um, came downstairs. It was Christmas Day. Everybody got a present. Yes, I was bad. I was I was emotional scar as a child. I was emotional scar when I was a child. So, you know, I 
know how the proper way to react to certain situation and things and as i and don't you guys be me mugging my mom and anything i also gave her and everything <laughs> and god bless his soul my my mom's boyfriend my stepdad um willa miller um so but anyway so i uh come downstairs and my mom and her her boyfriend like look santa brought everybody else any toys i didn't get anything because it was bad maybe they should they laughing ha ha when they're laughing i just clicked something in my mind i think that box in my mind just busted open open so when it busted open i got i ran upstairs got dressed went in the kitchen got two knives and i didn't stab everybody listen guys i went outside to my mom's boyfriend car and i stabbed all his tires and i ran i ran <laughs> like I, it's funny now that i you know know what but later on he called the cops and i got in trouble blah 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 yeah i didn't you know but it, it, it i i that that was my point attempt and i enough was enough you know and i and, and then my mind exploded and i blacked out and i blacked out plenty of times as before i started getting healed and delivered from anger issues issues emotional um stress and all of that stuff you know and to the point that i will drink myself into a drunken sleep or i would suicide thoughts will come to my mind no one had knew the idea so they knew i was drinking but they didn't know how until i told them why and then even when i told them why sometimes i told the wrong people you know what i'm saying and, and, and it became an issue but hey i i just really don't want anyone else you know taking their own life it's help out there you have the suicide toll-free hotline. You have teachers and mentors that can assist children also, you know, along the line in life, you know. You got Don Cornelius, you know, creator of Soul Train. He was um, devastated over his decline in health and choose to put himself out of pain with self-inflicted gun, gunshot wound to the head. After suffering from seizures due to, um, what are you saying, from a blood clot to the head, suffered for 15 years, Cornelius found it... Uh, increasingly difficult to treat his symptoms with medication and that's another thing some people go through pain and they feel like they can take that way out so also you have certain comedians that commit suicide you had certain rappers that commit suicide so far so we're going to talk about mental health right now i want to move suicide out of the way you know um i want to just hit on a very deep topic right quick um about especially the artists and these youth that does like um acting and you know even that's pressure while they're in school through the at um do sports and so forth if you are adult and you know that that person is going through issues of life you know that person is taking unnecessary amount of drugs that could probably kill them later down the line and they're drinking themselves into a pulp. I know if a person's adult, they're responsible for their own issues of life and nothing you can do to help them and because of them, especially for those of you that are role managers, those are your managers and you're feeding them drugs in order for them to perform some people say they perform better than that but it becomes a habit once that fame and fortune is over with some of them get addicted to painkillers some of them get addicted to drugs and so forth what is your position in their life do you turn your head and say oh well that's them or do you go and get them help or is you worrying about what how it's going to affect your pockets if you say something to them and if that person do so happen to hurt themselves and kill themselves or, or, or you know or die from an overdose the blood is on your hands so what do you say from that point why do you handle the situation what would you say to that person 
I never understood that. Do you just, you know, it's been times that, hey, I don't, you know, during my life, I don't even think I remember anyone even talking to me about my drinking issues besides my grandmother. Besides my grandmother would call when I would get drunk. She would only just call when I used to be drunk. You know, and I'm like, why is this lady calling me when I'm drunk? You know, grandma, I'm, you're blowing my party, you know. And she, and she was depositing that seed in there. And she was praying for me, you know, because been t- plenty of times I wanted to plow my car into the car, the concrete wall while I'm driving on the highway. Yeah, I'm being honest with you guys. I'm being totally honest with you. So if you are around someone and you know they have a drug habit, if you know they have a drinking habit, you got to get them some help. You got to get them intervention. You got to step in. You got to tell them this and that. You got to for the sake of uh, of their health and their families. You worry about a dollar being lost in your pocket in someone's life. Is somebody's life worth more than a measly dollar? God can give you whatever you need. But a person's life is worth more than money, health, mental state, you know, peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding and stuff, you know? And so athletes, I don't mind, I, you know, I don't blame you sometimes that you, you, you check out, you check on yourself, you sit down and you evaluate yourself and see if you're fit to do the job. See if you're fit to go on to that next level. If not, you have to take care of yourself. You're going to beat yourself down. You're going to put that, that, that situation on the back burner. And once you're in a quiet place, that, that situation is going to come back and hunt you. It has done so many times before. I am not a licensed doctor. I am a mentor. I do do mentor. I do do, um, artist development. Yes, I do. I do do that. But one thing I do know from experience and no books got to tell me about that. If you do not deal with the situation, it will always come back. It will always come back. I had a little girl um, I mentored. She was coming out of um, elementary school, going to high school. I went to there. I went there and talked to them. Knowing your 30 human rights. Yes, this chick is very smart. <laughs> knowing your, do you know your 30 human rights? And uh, I would go there for each uh, a great American teaching. And I would talk to this classroom, different classroom. They, sometimes they had me doing the whole school. You know, the teachers would be in there crying. Tell them, tell, I, I be honest with them. I, I don't be blunt. I don't be, you know, telling them all radar stuff. But I tell the youth the truth. So there's one particular ca- uh, classroom. And I can remember, it was four girls in there. The teacher kept begging me to come in there because it was four girls in there. So I, I was talking to them and I was explaining to them my situation, what I went through, how I was molested, how I thought it was my fault, how I, you know, I went through. You no, know, I told them the drinking and, and I told them, you know, I, you know, and I just I think I, I don't know if I skipped the part of how I got healed or and I and jumped right into how my life is. But I could remember the young lady because it was two of them I always talked to because I went to another school and met the other student it was a couple of students that I used to mentor at this other school where I started from and they some kind of way shut down they tore down the projects that I grew up at so they had to re, um, reroute it to another school but anyway um, I get a call from one of the, the principals she emailed me and said that um, the little girl committed suicide over the summer Oh, she went to a middle school 
but you know, a couple months later she committed suicide. And so I remember her, so I sat down and I cried. Honestly, I cried because I thought it was my fault. I thought maybe I didn't say the right things to reach her. I thought maybe if I could have said more or if I could have sat down and talked to her, I could have saved her life. You know, and I heard it because I felt like it was that my assignment. So what ended up happening was the little girl was molested. molested. She was molested by a close, a really close friend. And she couldn't take it anymore. And she took the gun and she shot herself in, on her um parent um parents living room floor and um it took me a while to get over that because i felt like a child she's just a child she's only 13 and she's going through all of this and and it ain't you know no amount of whatever we did or try we pray we and whatever because when it was already said in her mind we god couldn't go against her will you know and it's sad because we 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 have many youth that 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 just grow up with those issues. I mean, with those issues on their back, and so they either they they retreat to drug, alcohol, gluttony, like eating, shopping, or you know, or, or just hurting other people, or becoming they're the victim now. They're they're hurting other people. We need more people out in the field to help out for those that are tending the field. Is not saying that right? Probably said that wrong. You know, this is a very uh, uh, touchy, touch, touchy subject for me, also. So, you know, um, I don't blame the young lady for stepping out of, uh, out of tennis for right now. I don't blame anyone for pulling herself back from acting. I don't blame anyone for sitting down with, from their business that they just. Um, Mariah Carey is the main one. She's not suicide. She said she was going through so much. She was tired. And, uh, you know, people was just taking advantage of her. So one day she got on stage and she blacked out. Because she had a whole bunch of yes men around her. She said she never had anyone that was telling her, no, you're not supposed to do this. You can't do that. She said that she had people around her that was stealing from her, taking from her. So once she got situated, she woke up and she had to fire her whole team. Yep. And sometimes it takes that. You got to remove yourself around certain people because they are they are very feeding you the poison that's that's trying to hurt you and take you out. So at what point do you seek help? At what point do you go talk to somebody that you trust, that you really trust? At what point do you go talk to a complete stranger? And that's why I always tell my children in retail. I worked in retail. I worked at a lot of um, stores, grocery stores. Um, I was ghetto as hell. Excuse my language. <laughs> when I say ghetto, like from the street, like hood ghetto, just got finished selling. I don't. I used to sell drugs. I don't know nothing else. You want that sandwich for twenty? <laughs> Not to play. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you want that? You want that? That Swiss on turkey for a dot for the dub? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but like that, you know. So um, that was my. That was my pulpit right there. I had no idea. Guys, listen, I had never taught like that. I was not a people person. And in some kind of way, God was setting me up. He was setting me up. But as I grew, I started uh, um, attracting different people. I had a freaking skinhead when he would come into the store. He didn't want anyone touching his sandwich or cutting his meat but me. Ain't that crazy? He was racist, but he was always looking for me. If I was not there, they said the guy would walk out. What I'm saying with the high boots, I knew he, was, he had a neo-Nazi thing on his 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 um, arm, you know. 
and everything. He would only me. And so that became, that story became my pulpit and different people would come up to me and talk. I, I kid you not guys would tell me how their day was going. I used to be like, why are they telling me this? Why are they telling me this? Because they, they're going through something in life. They just want to see a friendly face. They want to just hear a positive affirmation or a positive word. And guess what guys? I used to, and after a while, I start giving them hugs. I start talking to them. I start asking about their children because that's how I work. That's how God built me. And then it was a lot of them. I knew they was going through emotional outlets and stuff like that, you know. And there was one guy I still remember to this day when they moved me to another store because I had a, it was an altercation with another lady. I came to find out the enemy did not want me to move. So God said, okay, I got something for you. And God moved me. But anyway, and I'm sitting there. And the guy came in the lunch line in front of people and he looked at me. He said, Angie, my dad passed away. And I looked at him. I'm like, oh my God. He was going through something. And I, you know, and I, I prayed for him later, but I, I felt bad that I should have prayed for him then. You understand where I'm coming from? But let me let me get back to because I'd be all over the place. Let me get back to what I'm saying now. You know, sometimes people go through life, things in life. And it has nothing to do with you. They was already mad before you walked into that store or you saw them. They was already going through a divorce. They were always go- they were already going through a bitterness. They were already going doing dealing with depression and other stuff. But you, but you, when you come across their path, you can do one or two things. You can push them to the edge and push them off of the cliff, or you can completely talk to them and talk them off the cliff. You have to make that decision in life. Sometimes we don't think before we speak. Sometimes we be wrapped up in our emotion. We say a lot of hateful things and those hateful things stick with people for a long time. If you don't have a forgiving heart like me, and before I even had a forgiving heart, if you hurt me, I will hold on to that and become malice. And I will have a, a hate and a grudge for you. You don't have to talk to me every, I would never, ever talk to you again. And I have to remove, I had to remove myself from that situation because it was making me sick. The unforgiveness, the hate, you know, and so forth. But moving along, guys, if you're dealing with any issue in life, if you're dealing with anything, suicidal thought, if you're depressed, depression, mental state is not right. You got to check yourself out. You have to go to a, you have to go somewhere where someone you can talk to, whether it be a counselor, a licensed counselor, your pastor, your apostle, you know, someone you trust. But just don't just let those thoughts and go through your head like that. If you're dealing with a relationship that you broke up with somebody, get around some friends and family because they will help you along the way. And let them know, hey, I don't want to be alone because if I be alone, I'm scared I might do something to myself. You understand what I'm saying? You know, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're an alcoholic and you're addicted to drugs or you're addicted to eating food or shopping, there's help out there for you also. Don't continue to sustain that abuse on your body and your mind any longer. Because this world, this day is never promised to none of us. Be here today and gone tomorrow. But we have to get ourselves right. We have to get healed. We have to get delivered. Okay, guys. Um, this is the end of this session. Um, I really didn't have much to say. I really didn't have much to say because you know uh, that long weekend really took a lot out of me because. Oh my God, I feel like I was running from 11 to 9 o'clock, but it was it was worth it. I needed the exercise. I needed the sun. And probably not that as much sun that the sun was beaming on our head. But, you know, I needed all of that. But it is well. Get yourself checked in. Check, your, check on yourself. Have somebody checking on you. 
Don't be alone. You feel you're going to hurt yourself. There's help out there. You got the suicide hotline. You have other, the, the 411, the 211 um, hotlines that will help you out. You know what I'm talking about? So, guys, I love you. Um, go on my IG page. Show some love. You don't even have to follow me. Um, share this podcast. Um, or if you want to donate to um, Virtuous Radio, um, it's the cash ass symbol sign, Virtuous Radio. V-U-R-T-U-O-U-S Radio. Um, so, guys, I love you. Stay blessed. Continue to uh, trust God in, in all that you do. And put God first. You know, you can never go wrong. And watch you open these doors for you guys. God bless you. Love you.